0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. You're listening to Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare on KSL News Radio.
2: And thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. Today, we have been talking about peer support for recovery with me from Davis Behavioral Health, Nicole Cunha, who's the Adult Mental Health Director, and Christy Brown, the Recovery Support Program Supervisor. We all know that when someone is using a substance, whether it be alcohol, drugs, whatever it is, it doesn't just impact that person, it impacts their families, it impacts the community. And a lot of us in the general community don't have a lot of information or don't um, nowhere to turn if we see something that is concerning to us. Let's start out, and maybe, Christy, you can start out this time and just talk about community in general and how people are perceiving people who use substances and how we can see people in a different way and understand that it can be our sister or our coworker, and that we shouldn't be attaching stigmas to what is happening in recovery
3: um addiction's not a moral um thing it's definitely i come from a more medical aspect of that um but in the community i don't think anybody in our community right these days have has not been affected by mental health or addiction they're a human being they're an individual um they just need some help in different ways than you might need
2: right so how um, do we approach it as a community or family member that is guilt free uh, I know that parents, especially when they try to approach someone, there's a lot of guilt attached to their statements how How can we talk about what is happening without you know how what does a conversation look like without guilt or uh, some sort of judgment attached to it?
3: Just reaching out to that person from a very loving perspective without that judgment and just saying, What can I do to help you? What do you need from me? It's finding that balance between enabling and helping a lot of parents that I've talked to they feel like they've just keep enabling their child. My parents did the same for me for a long time until they were just like I love you but we need to figure out what's going to work for you. So it's just taking that negative aspect of this person this is a choice that they're making. It's more Of understanding that they are sick and they need that help and they need a different perspective on them. It's just taking a step back and coming from a more loving aspect and supportive instead of a judging saying that this person's making these horrible decisions and ruining everybody's life.
2: Nicole, what would you
3: add? I would definitely say
1: listen with the goal of understanding and absolutely parents and loved ones who have a family member with an addiction, or even a severe substance use behavior, will look at that be- that person's behavior as a reflection of the person. And ultimately, what's important to remember is that sometimes the behavior is char- is characteristic of the disease, and that a bad behavior or unacceptable behavior is not necessarily Um, equivalent to a bad or unacceptable person. The person underneath the really unhealthy behavior is often incredibly traumatized, hurt, and that if we were to to crack into their head and look at their brain, what we would see is major structural changes to indicate a brain disease, Um, and that their behavior is a reflection of the disease. So, having the conversations with the goal of understanding. And if you approach a loved one in a way that is not... um, so kind or so so loving it's okay it's it's all right to just start the conversation again and to keep that pathway open because the healing is really in the relationships it's there's no magic pill there's there's nothing that um can immediately take and wipe away the disease and behaviors that have developed in a way to to kind of keep that disease healthy and and going right um so just have to kind of slow down step back and just keep trying. Where would you
2: like people to turn if they have questions or need additional resources?
3: Um, As recovery support we do have a Facebook page that we announce what we're doing for the week we post different kind of inspiring things we do have a message board that we respond to if people are struggling that we they can reach out and we can help and get them into services
2: and we all know social media people are more comfortable with social media than a lot of other ways to reach out so that's a great a great resource as well nicole what would you add
1: i think just um stay connected reach out to us um also If you have any questions that are more specific in nature about any of the programs that we discussed today, you can definitely call Davis Behavioral Health and just ask to speak with me. I'm happy to to field any.
2: All right. And let's give the numbers again, 801-773-7060 for general resources, or if you would like to contact the receiving center, the number 801-513-2800. And thanks to both of you for being here today.
3: Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much
0: for having us.